This is Content Academy. In today's episode of the podcast, we talk about the importance of backlinking and more specifically, six tips that you can use for every single blog post that you write, which is going to get you a net result of much more blog traffic. The tips will be including social backlinks. We're going to talk about internal linking, how you should be linking out to reputable sites correctly, tagging, categorizing, social bookmarking directories, and a whole lot more. So if you want to get more traffic, give this a listen. Creating great content, finding an audience, building engagement, monetizing your blog. This is Content Academy. Yes, hello, and you're very welcome along to the Content Academy podcast. Paul Caffrey's with me today. Paul, my man, what's up with it? Thinking of taking a private jet to London tomorrow for my meetings, but apart from that, not a whole lot going on. Hashtag Bow Wow style. <laughs> okay. What's going on with you, Phil? Uh, slightly injured, but apart from that, I'll be okay. Uh, did hurt myself in the gym on Saturday, paying the price for it. Uh, folks, lift your weights properly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's about the size of it. Okay, well, there you go. Let me entertain you with some incredible tales about backlinking tactics. Yes, that's it, folks. Today, we are looking at fast backlinking tactics for every blog post. And this goes very well with a recent article, Paul, you published over on the site about how to backlink your articles to get more traffic and various other reasons, I suppose, that you're going to go into. So if backlinking, folks, is something you haven't done or not too sure what you should or shouldn't be doing, the next 20 minutes or so are going to be valuable to you. Now, before we get into the nuts and bolts of today's show, folks, don't forget that you can still sign up for the 30-minute blogger mini course. It's a free six-part email delivered course that'll teach you how to create better content, drive more traffic, and overall increase the value you bring to your readers. So if that sounds like something you're interested, head on over to content.academy. You'll see a sign up there on the homepage and come and join us. Finding your voice, building your tribe, increasing engagement, this is Content Academy. Yeah, and I suppose as I open up that article with, you know, if you want votes, include building a wall in your campaign manifesto. Importantly, <laughs> if you want traffic, you should be including these backlinking strategies because they are going to give you the SEO boost that uh, is going to get you more traffic. Right? As simple as that, you know. And that, right. Um, so just so, before, we, before we go into a poll, and I might get you to clarify this for the good people at home, what exactly is backlinking? So backlinking is a link which is pointing towards your website from another website which actually is seen by Google and Google takes it as a positive sign that your blog post or your article is good. The more links point pointing towards your article, the higher Google rank rates it. And the more people who click those links, the higher Google rates it again. And then, of course, the people who hang around on your blog post and if they start going to different articles on your blog, Google sees all of this, the all-seeing eye. And that is essentially what backlinking is. And it's how the internet started because back in 1998, that's essentially how Google decided to organize things. They could pretty much only see what people were clicking. So what people were clicking the most is what they actually decided is useful content and useful for people. So their algorithm has obviously grown arms and legs and God knows what since then, but essentially that is the process. Now, a lot of people look on backlinking and go, you know what? 
not worth it. No, I've got I've got it. I've got like Instagram and Twitter now, so I don't need backlinking anymore. Um, truth of it is, if you're running a, I suppose a website or a blog or anything along those lines, you really need to be doing everything you can to get yourself to the top of the search engines because you will still get most of your traffic from a search engine as opposed to via social media. That's not to mm-hmm. ignore social media or to, um, I suppose you know, be flagrant towards it. But what it really is is it's a case that it is important and bloggers are ignoring it so why not get ahead of the masses right so essentially what we are looking for is for somebody else to link to our content now yes i don't know about you paul but my circle of blogger friends is relatively limited and even if i rang them all up and said can you link to my site please um half of them would tell me to yeah who who is this (laughs) hello hello (laughs) you want what now um, because it's not relevant, they would blog about different topics and linking to my content wouldn't be a natural fit for their audience. So how do we go about convincing other people to link to our content or what should we be doing? So the way it comes down to is there's there's two ways of taking this on, Phil. There is the tactics that you can deploy for every single blog post. Uh, and the reason I call these tactics is because they're within your own power and that's something that you can control. And then there is the, the strategic and actually trying to get a valuable strategic backlink from aforementioned very popular bloggers. So what I'm going to focus on is I'm going to focus on the blog posts and the tactics here, but not to dodge that question, to meet that question full on. If it is a case that you are looking at actually um, trying to reach out and you know get some links back to your blog itself, Perhaps, yes, you might actually talk about a different topic and you might not um, have any content that maybe adds value um, to, to that blogger. There might be no blog post that you can write where you can link to them, but you would still like a link from their site um, because it could be valuable to their readers. Um, you know, For example, if you talk about fitness, well, you know, and you talk about meals, be they healthy or unhealthy, everybody eats healthy if, they, if they're doing, going to the gym like you are. And every so often, they will pig out and they will party. And probably on a Friday night, they will eat everything in sight. So yet again, you could argue that, you know, if it is a fast food um, website or, you know, a website on how to replicate fast food, maybe it could be somewhat relevant. So, but again, why would this kind of, let's say this, uh, this fitness website link to you? They probably don't have any reason. So if you wanted to, to reach out to them, Uh, There is a broken link checker, which is a a tool. It will have it in the show notes. You can actually go and go to this, uh, you know, bloggers website and and run it. And you might be, you probably might be surprised to find out that most of these, you know, big blogs and big bloggers, they have broken links on their website. They have 404 pages that perhaps they're not aware of. And you could simply, you know, drop them an email and go, hi, you know, I've realized that this, this and this page are actually broken um, look no need to, to thank me but if you want to give me a link to my website that'd be fantastic so that could be one way that you could reach out and actually um, look to get links from you know your your blogger friends Phil. okay so right give them a little bit of help i like it i like it so from what you're saying there's other things then that we can do for every blog post that's gonna get us backlinks or give us a good chance of getting backlinks am i right yes absolutely Right, so talk me through this. These I like because we can control and it's stuff we can guarantee that we can do, take action for our own content and our own backlinks. So talk to me, how do I go about doing this? How to build and monetize your blog. This is Content Academy. So 
I mean, the first thing that you would want to do is there's more and more credence behind uh, social backlinks. And people might say, well, they're links from social media. Whatever way you want to look on it, they are links that are pointing to your content. So number one, we mentioned it probably far too often, but using um, the likes of click to tweet so that somebody can, if they actually see your content, they think, you know what, that's valuable. I might look good if I share that to my followers and then they can click and do so. That is, is valuable because all of a sudden, if you get somebody who maybe has 2,000 followers, your link is going to get imprinted you know, so many hundred times uh, and you're going to get so much clicks and so many traffic from that. Um, and you know, I suppose if it's, you know, if, it's, if it's entertaining or if it gets picked up uh, or retweeted by bloggers, that can quickly go to a couple of hundreds of thousands of followers. And I suppose, for example, we were on our football website. Uh, Andy Murray, the tennis player, has a keen interest in fantasy football. So he had, you know, clicked, he had kind of, you know, tweeted back and forth and all of a sudden impressions uh, for our social went through the roof. So then links that were coming back to the site again were getting clicked. So that's within your control. You can make it easy for your content to be shared on social media, which would give you reputable backlinks. So uh, that's the first thing that I would strongly, strongly, strongly recommend. Right, so we essentially are putting our own links out there and the best way of getting them rated, I suppose, or getting a vote for them, as you said earlier, is getting them clicked. Yeah, absolutely. So, so click the tweet is a great way of doing that. Gotcha. After that, um, what else can we do? Well, what people really um, tend to neglect, for whatever reason, is their own content. If you are writing about a topic or about a subject, you know, you should have related articles in your archive. Now, if you're starting out and you've got three or four blog posts, it's a little bit difficult, but I'm sure you can still find a segue to link back to your article. If you're, you know, more mature, you might have like, you know, let's say a year or two years worth of content, you're going to know a few things. You're going to know what content is getting the most traffic. You're going to go what content people are spending the most time on. And you should also know what content is actually related to what you're writing about today. So having a link to a couple of your own articles, one or two, that's what I'm talking about. That again is viewed very positively by Google because it's more time on site. It's another page which is visited on your website. And if you have this built into, let's say, your style guide, which says all my blog posts are going to have this, all of a sudden you can make it very, very easy for someone to come along, get value from one piece of content, and then go to another few pieces of content that are all related and equally given more value. If you've got a call to action to sign up for an email list or to you know join a Facebook group or whatever it may be, it's going to be positively reinforced by the more value that you're giving them, which is a very, very, very real uh, tangible reason to actually include it. Whereas if you don't give people the opportunity to, to link or to find your other posts with having obvious links, they're probably not going to find it. They're probably going to click away from your site and move on and continue on with their day. I see. Okay, so making sure that you link back to valuable content within your archives. Um, so even though it's your own content, that's still a vote for that link. Excellent. I Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Now, you can say that technically that's not a backlink and then there's arguments. Well, that's a backlink from your own content. It doesn't really matter if you want to get hung up on the semantics of it. It's valuable. Okay, excellent. And then after that, Paul, um, something which I know you've spoken about recently is categorizing and tagging your content correctly. Yes, and this is something which I've always known to be important. We've always done it. And then I suppose with our Content Academy, we kind of, 
we focused on the categorizing the tag and we probably didn't really focus on it for the first year or so because you know there's so much stuff going on in the blog and it's only really since i you know going back to basics and then you know investigating what i had done for us in previous websites and then also just investigating the research on it that realizing that you know what categorizing and tagging your content is now very very valuable to google as a search engine um, because what it does is it makes it very easy for them to realize what content is where, what you're actually writing about, and how they should organize your content. So Google love to know what categories to put your blog posts into. It really helps them and their search algorithm. And then for people, well, let's face it, if you let's continue with the fitness, if you've got if you write about weights, if you write about running, and if you write about nutrition, they are three very separate things. They are three things which me, as I'm in a running phase now, I have no interest in reading about weightlifting workouts and I have no real interest in nutrition at present. I'm all about running. Whereas if you had me come to your website, I say 2014, I was all in Greg, you're know, all about Greg Plitz um, workouts and I was just focused on workout, workout, workout. So uh, what, what it then transpires is as a I suppose as a visitor, I get a, a better experience. I can see it here's the related content. And then you get you come across the other side of things, which is tagging. So this can be a little bit confusing. Category categories and tags. Categories, every blog post is going to everything you write is going to be categorized. If you don't categorize something, it will go into your uncategorized section, but it will be categorized. Tags are not always used. WordPress, Google, they don't enforce you to use tags, but what tags are is it's a way for you to find a little bit more detail that might be in one post and relate to another post. So for example, um, Matthew McConaughey, he is married to a Brazilian woman. When he is in town with her, um, he would go running along the beach and he would pick up uh, palm trees, the kind of the, the big leaves, the end of it, and he would be waving them as he's running. So all of a sudden, there you go. You've got an article on Matthew McConaughey's workout routine. So all of his, you know, say his cardio routine. Um, so you might tag that with, with him. Um, you know, the guy gets in great shape for some of his movies. Well, what, what does he, what does he eat to get in shape for those those Magic Mike movies. Well, what is the nutrition? And then obviously, how does he bulk up? How does he put the weights on? That That is information which is all going to be in different categories because it's very, very different. There's no question about that. However, if the, if my interest is, well, how can I get a workout routine or how can I um, you know, find out what this guy's secret is? Well, if I've got a tag, that tag, which is quite important, the idea is a tag can be used in a few blogs not necessarily every blog, but a couple of blogs here and there, and it could be used again and again. So I can click on that, I tag, and then I'll just get those three different articles which are tagged with that. So I can basically find out everything from this fitness website that they have on Matthew McConaughey because otherwise I'm not going to find it. And again, it's these small little things that get people to hang around, spend a little bit more time, and then they come to go and spend take a little bit more action. This is Content Academy. I like it. I like it. I like it. So I assume, though, obviously, one, having your categories and tags set up um, is probably the hardest part. I mean, once it's set up, it's just a simply a case of clicking a couple of boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you should put a lot of thought into your categories and your categories should really be congruent with what the blog is going to be about. And there shouldn't be any more than, you know, three to five categories 
you can make an argument for there being more, you can make an argument for less, but that's really where you want to land. With the tags, probably having maybe 10 to 15 tags per category is kind of standard tags is fine. And then every piece of content you're right, you'll probably come up with one or two unique unique tags, tags okay. but they could be used again. You know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. So I've got my categories and my tags. What next can I do to help get me more backlinks? Well, this is a this is a pretty easy one, and you know probably more obvious um, than you would expect. But simply using social bookmarking directories. Um, if you're not familiar with a social bookmarking directory, this is basically a website which will contain links and it will contain articles and websites uh, which get voted upon for being good, bad, indifferent. So, for example. First one that I like to I like to uh, use is StumbleUpon. Um, with StumbleUpon, you type in what your interests are. So it could be technology, it could be football, you know, it could be blogging, it could be business strategy. You know, there's, there's a whole lot of that sort of stuff. And then you will just simply stumble on across articles, and you'll find an article. You might, yep, you'll read it, you'll like it, you'll give it a little thumbs up, and you'll give it a little vote. You might come across another article and be like, oh, this is terrible. And what it does is it gives people the ability to actually read multiple um, blog posts from a lot of different websites, but very fast. Because you're not clicking through a search engine to get that similar content. You're just going, you know, site to site to site to site. So you can vote very quickly and you can go ahead. And if you want to dig down a little bit deeper and actually go through the website, you can, can do that as well literally takes seconds to put your article into, to submit it into um, StumbleUpon. And all, you know, you do have to fill out some information about your, your website initially, but once that's done the first time, it pretty much auto-populates. A lot of the stuff is going to be similar categories and then you'll, you'll just tag it then. Um, and I suppose just be cool if it's not safe for work. Mark it down as not safe for work. Don't want to be getting people in trouble with your dodgy articles on StumbleUpon. So yeah, that's that's that. The other ones, uh, Dig and Reddit, you, you're, you're, the amount of posts you're allowed to put on Reddit is a little bit limited, so you probably have to be a little bit more active in that community. Uh, but Dig is certainly another one which is quite easy. Don't get hung up on it. Pick two or three of them mm. and just put it out there. Yeah, I think Medium as well. Is that another one, Paul, that we could use? Yeah, Medium's another one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's quite a few of them out there, folks, are, are good for submitting your... Uh, your content to to drive backlinks now what about linking out to other sources paul linking out to other sources absolutely absolutely recommend it and very much similar to what we probably spoke about in episode 69 is if you have a statistic if you're influenced by an article or if you actually want to quote somebody um i completely recommend that so um, for example, in I was one of actually in the article. Let's let's take this article that we're kind of talking about here. Um, I referenced uh, an article called Eight Smarter Ways to Earn Backlinks" by Felix uh, Takamanishu. I have butchered your surname, but you may not hear this, so it doesn't matter. So um, Felix, <laughs> yeah. So Felix, um, and he basically said SEO is like playing poker with with your competitors. Google is the dealer. The exception is that everyone has to play with their cards on the table. SEO is like playing poker with your competitors and Google is the dealer. Okay, so that was the, that was the, they were the sentences and that was a click to tweet that he put on. Um, and basically the, the analogy is, you know, really makes sense because if we dig a little bit deeper into that, what we're basically saying is that 
we know who has best position. We, we kind of know what's going on when we look at Google. Google is the dealer, Google organizes. Google gives you your position. And if we want to actually see, well, what SEO phrases, what SEO words are you using? Well, we can go and do that pretty easy. There's a lot of free tools out there. And if you're actually only good at looking at, at HTML code, you can dig in and you can kind of see what what uh, what um, phrases people are using to rank for SEO. And you can also look at their websites and see where they're back. Uh, you know, you can check where their backlinks are coming from and you can see where what what way they're laying out their content, what their content includes, does it include view, all of that sort of stuff. So what I thought was it was pretty nice because, you know, most people, um, probably yourself more so than others, can identify with the fact um, of being in a casino and, you know, playing poker or even just, you know, hanging out with friends. Uh, and you can kind of go, well, that's a clever. And, and rather than me coming along and just go, I'm going to steal that little anecdote or that, 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 that was nice. No, pop it in the article link back, give credit where it's due. Uh, and again, if somebody wants to dig in a little bit deeper and learn more about backlinks, there's another article from Felix somewhere else that you can they can go and do so. And I suppose, as you mentioned, across the law of reciprocity, if this is getting a lot of traffic, this is clicking, you know, Felix starts noticing, well, I'm getting a spike of traffic from Content Academy. What's going on here? Odds are they will turn around and return the favor and link back. They may not, and that doesn't matter. You're doing this for every single blog post. So, uh, you know, basically, you know. There's a good chance you may get something along the way. Eventually, it's going to happen. No question. Finding your voice, building your tribe, increasing engagement. This is Content Academy. I like it. Very good. So the last uh, tip you have for us is about answering questions. Tell me, how on earth do answering questions get us backlinks? Yeah, it sounds a bit ridiculous, right? But um, most content answers a question of sorts that we write. Um, and maybe it doesn't do it directly, but it does indirectly. There is a lot of, um, there's a lot of forums out there which are question-based. Quora, Yahoo Answers, and probably a lot more if you search. And probably within your niche, there could be even more again. And if there is a question which is asked, let's say there's a question asking for, pretty much everything gets asked in there. It's really, really detailed. You know that somebody has asked a question. You can see the amount of people who are searching for it. The answers given get votes. So if you can go in there and write a good answer and then link back to your article, and if it's, if it's the best answer, it will be called out as the best answer, and that's going to go ahead and start getting you more traffic. So very quickly, so you're, you're kind of seeing go on, yeah. Yeah, your your answer then gets voted to the top, and then if yeah. yours is the number one answer, and there's a link there, there's a good chance people will click and they go to your site, and now you've got a backlink that's working for you. Yeah, exactly. Simple, excellent, simple stuff, really. But you know, it's it's ignored. You know. I love it. That's uh, actually of all of them. That seems to be one that I think will be most underutilized by people and us as bloggers with a certain amount of knowledge and expertise within our topics should be making the most of that and showing people that we know what we're talking about and answering questions to do with our topic. And so I really like that one. Paul, we are getting on. We've got through your six, but I think you've got a sneaky bonus tip for us. I do have a sneaky bonus bonus tip. It's a ninja tip. The problem is, if you want to become a ninja, you got to do a little bit more work, and it's no different here. Infographics. Infographics are absolutely incredible for getting backlinks to your website. Um, for whatever reason, 2009, they just absolutely spiked. And 
even if you look at the articles which perform best on the likes of Huffington Post, Mashable, etc., they include infographics. So would I say do an infographic for every single blog post? No, I don't think every single blog post is good enough to merit having an infographic. But if you do have a blog post which is good enough and does have a few statistics and you know can be, I suppose, really well represented and will draw people in, it is worth time and spending a bit and putting a bit of effort into create it. Now, if you want to create it yourself, um, I've used Pick to Chart before. It's decent, takes a little bit of work. You can probably use the likes of Snapper. We use Snapper at the moment. And yeah, can, I've used Snapper you know, for creating infographics. It's worked very well. Yeah, they they even have some templates in there. So if you like the look one, you can just change around. If it's, say, statistics, for yeah. instance, you can just change around the stats and think how it's done. Yeah, there you go. And now they're, they're two paid platforms, but they're you know relatively low monthly charges. And I don't know, you can maybe have to get trials for them. The other option you can go, and I haven't done this. I've used Fiverr for a lot of stuff. I used to get a lot of um, graphics created on Fiverr, particularly with the football website for jerseys and some stuff like this when we were running that membership site. But Fiverr does seem to have a thriving community of infographic creators. Now, I imagine they're all very templated, and once you get a few, you probably realize these are all going to look the same. But if you've got a few great pieces of content, you're looking to make waves with it, you know, there might be no harm investing a few, you know, a few shekels and just uh, getting an infographic made because if you don't know how to make it, forget about it. It's just going to take too much of your time. And I, I really, yeah, I really it may not that. be worth actually doing the, what the, the backlinks you'll get for it may not be worth the time it has taken to create. I, I agree with you 100% um, yeah. on, on that one. But yeah, Fiverr is a great spot to check out if you're looking to get that done and indeed any other jobs. I mean, there's a lot in there, Paul, um, to, for people to go through. But your backlinks, you reckon, are that important that they should take the time to do all of this? I, I really do, yeah. I mean, particularly like the first six anyway, because it's not that it's not that much time. You know, I mean, if you look at it, if you think about it, okay, including the click to tweet, including the link to some articles that you might have researched or influenced, easy. Link it to internal content, easy. Blogs, tags, easy um i mean looking to get the social bookmarks again you can you add things to stumble upon in seconds answering a question is probably one that takes the longest but like you know you're going to search the question forms and you're going to know in probably a minute if there's anything there that you can answer and you might spend two or three minutes writing an answer and then pasting a link uh, probably the infographic it is a ninja tip because it takes ninja work but it will probably get the best results out of all of uh, all of the other things as a standalone but i think collectively the others if you're doing this for every single blog post, let's say you write one blog post a week, you know, it is going to start adding up. And or two of them are not for me. I have a lot I, of I few lost, of them I think I you should you. incorporate. I lost oh, well. you. Um, it was all brilliant. I don't know. Where, right. I'm not even sure where I lost you. I got, oh. nin, I got ninja tip for ninja work. It's a ninja tip that takes ninja work. Uh, you went through them and said that one's easy, easy, easy. The ninja one is an initiative for ninja work. Um, doing it for every blog post, it is going to add up. And that's when I lost you, I think. Okay. Doing it for every blog post is going to add up. So take advantage of it. Build it into your routine. It'll become something very, very quick that you will hardly even notice that you're doing. Net result is more traffic. 
and we all want more traffic i mean looking at them paul there's some we can put into our routine before we publish some can go into our post publish routine um yeah i mean you're right when you say some of them are really really quick i mean once you've kind of got your your um social bookmarking directory set up um that's a that's a really quick job um again the answering the questions one and even that i think you'll get quicker at because you find which forums are the right ones to be on which are the right ones where your audience are hanging out and where you want to be answering the right questions um so definitely a great way to go and of course the other one are your social backlinks which you're going to be doing or at least you very least should be doing anyway for every blog post i think we shall leave it there philip i have nothing more to say well there you have it folks paul thank you very much for running through that if you've got any questions on this don't forget folks you can leave a comment in the comment section on today's show notes and you can find those it's content.academy forward slash episode 70 it's episode 70 for all of today's show notes show notes even but until next week have a great week and we'll chat to you then you have been listening to the content academy podcast if you would like to comment on any of today's show or subscribe to the series find us at content.academy forward slash podcast